still use that move to remind me how to spell the word beautiful. How do they do it? Is it B-A-U-tiful? B-E-A-U-tiful. Fair enough. <laughs> just every time I have to write the word beautiful, just that plays out in my head. It's like it's like when you're trying to write down the word bananas, you can't not think of Gwen Stefani. B-A-N-A-N-A-S. That one I can absolutely spell without any difficulty, Josh. I can spell it without difficulty, but when I go to write it, it's like it just triggers that song in my head. You see, I used to have that, like, there was a because, to spell because there was a little rhyme I did. I did it for an embarrassingly long time until I just stopped doing it. Yep. I never had it with bananas, but I do still have the same thing with beautiful. What's the because... Was the because one just the individual letters, but like to a beat? Because I had that uh, when I was a kid. Yeah, I, I had that as well. No, it was B-E-C-A-U-A. like it was. Well, no, I've lost yeah, it. That now. Was it. Exactly, yeah, that was it. Exactly, that was it. It was like it was a, it was a uh, letters meant something like. It was almost like it was an eats, acronym. Oh, I can't. I can't yeah. remember what it was, but it was just you. You said that. Oh my god, my webcam keeps moving. That's fine. You, 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 you say all the things, and then it spells it out. I can't remember what it was. I can't remember what it was. I'm sorry. <laughs> Disappointed. Ruined for everyone. No. But it's because I learned how to spell the word because. <laughs> he finally got there. I did. I was probably, I don't know, I was probably in my 20s. <laughs> <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Heroes Tavern where we drink beer and talk about video games. As always, I am Callum and I'm joined here by Josh. Hello. And I'm also joined by Nick. Yo, what's up? How we doing, boys? Yeah. I'm doing. Doing, We're yeah. doing? Doing. As, as I was saying before, I was in Brizzy and it was hot and I was looking at the weather in Melbourne. I'm like, man, I can't wait to get back to Melbourne. And then the heat came with me. Yeah, mm. you brought you brought this, you <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> I was hoping I could put my shorts away until next summer, but no. Yep. Not yet. Shorts are back out. Not yeah. yet. And uh, as with everything else, this podcast is completely remote now due to the coronavirus. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, no more meetings in physical presence of each other. Yeah. Oh, that, that I mean, was, we were doing that yeah. previously, but yeah, this yeah, is just yeah. the reason. We, we were just ahead of the curve. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who needs that social interaction? Yeah. Oh, I know. I sure don't. My work, um, <laughs> my work did a, a coronavirus drill today, so everyone, yep. everyone had to work from home to make sure that all like our systems and processes would work. If literally everyone worked from home. I love it. Our, one of our clients did that as well. So we had a couple guys working in the office today, and um, they're like, "Oh, have you got the VPN set up?" Nah, you? Nah. <laughs> no, no one had anything in place. One of the guys spent like 20 minutes on the phone to support going, why isn't this ticket from 28 days ago being completed? Let me speak to your manager over and over again. It was such a time. Brutal. Ugh, Sitting there gross. losing my shit. <laughs> yeah, it was brutal. I, um, I took a, a support call because we've got, we use uh, Ring Central, so I could just like install the app on my computer and just run that. And that's essentially now my work phone. Mm-hmm. Um. I took took a support call. I was helping some guy fix his shit, and I had like Eli strapped to my chest, and he was whinging. I'm like, "Sorry if you can hear a baby in the background. I'm working from home." <laughs> He's like, "Yeah, that's fine." He's from some school out in Kalgoorlie. Yeah, <laughs> I used to get all the, I used to have a a guy who I used to talk with. He was like one of our suppliers, and he'd always be working from home, and it would be either be a screaming kid or barking dogs, one of the two. Every time I spoke to him. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing worse than just hearing shit, just chaos go in the background of a call. Yeah, and that, that and it, it comes through so loud through the phone for some reason. Yeah, and they it's don't amplified. know how bad it is for you, and you can't <laughs> complain because it's going to sound petty. It's, but it's like, like, can you just move somewhere quieter? It's like if you're inside and you've got one of your windows open, and then a car out on the street is making a hands-free call. Just like the ringing yeah. of that is just 
so oh, loud. Yeah. I, I don't know how. It seem that loud inside. I know. Yeah. It's, it is weird. <laughs> it's like you can just hear that for miles. Well, someone's making a call. All yeah. right. Should we uh, crack on to some news? Sure, I we think can. we should. Yep. We can do that. Um, I think people don't want to hear much more about our work. Nah, that's oh, yeah. fair enough. Um, well, we should start with the heavy hitter. I mean, if I hear the word coronavirus again, I'm going to lose it. Well, E3 be has been cancelled because of the coronavirus. Ah! <laughs> um, Curse! In a surprise to absolutely nobody. Um, yeah, that that is... Yeah, well, it was official today. Yes. But Devolver sort of let it slip yesterday. Yeah, there were heavy rumours <laughs> heavy rumors over the past couple of days. Well, that Devolver also happen. said cancel your E3 plans. Just so, yeah, blatantly on their Twitter, they're like, cancel your flights, guys. <laughs> yeah, cancel your flights and bookings. Yeah, they just talk, they were basically like, yeah, cancel all your shit for E3, don't even worry. And then next day, E3 confirms cancellation. Yeah. Oh, digital don't follow any rules. I love it. They, they do their own thing, and it works for them, and I love it. I, oh, so yeah. good. Devolver Digital are the only company I now support. <laughs> in the world, or just in games? Oh, both. Oh, all right. Yeah. Well, Name like, me a better company, Nick. Do it. No. They've all gone to shit now. We can't like Blizzard anymore. Just Devolver all the way. Yeah, no, that's fair. I can understand that. I, I don't enjoy any Devolver Digital games, but I, I think they're meaning, a cool company. I keep <laughs> meaning to play that. My friend Pedro never got around to it. I don't see Probably never will. Mm-hmm. Been, it's a cool looking yeah. game, but oh yeah, there's been a few that I've played without realizing they're Devolver, and it's like, oh, that was Devolver. Oh, okay. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, um. But I wouldn't be surprised, and there's probably already confirmations that I haven't been able to find, of basically everyone who was going to do a thing just does a Nintendo Direct type thing anyway. Mm. For us, it's nothing major because for us, E3 is the days leading up to it with all the press conferences. The show floor, that doesn't really... Doesn't mean anything. I don't know, like, mm. the internet gets filled up with, like, slutty... uh cosplay and that's not going to happen this year and I'm pretty disappointed there. Okay. Well, I know, we just said super supernova in Melbourne. Surely <laughs> you can get your fix from that. <laughs> uh, well, I they, don't know. You get the top mm. tier shit at E3. Well, they, they, <laughs> they, should, they should just take the whole thing online anyway. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if there's a lot more playable demos available through Steam and stuff at this year's E3 because no one will be at... No, there's no show floor to, for people to play stuff on. And the cosplay Why? babes... That ca- doesn't yeah. make Do, sense to me. Well, like... They announce a game at E3, and it's like, oh, and it's playable out on the show floor. That's not going to happen this year because there is no show floor. So instead of why wouldn't they just provide the keys to all the reviewers and stuff who would normally be there anyway? Because they're not going to make it. It's open to the public these days. Yeah, but the demos haven't been open to the public. I know, but there is no public anymore. I I just say I wouldn't be surprised if we get more demos out of E3 this year. (laughs) Like last, I just feel like you're expecting more from these companies. Oh no, no, a hundred percent am. But like Ubisoft, uh, I don't think Josh is saying it for the, out of the goodness of their heart. He's saying as a strategic choice. Yeah, yeah. Um, Even then, I don't. Like, yeah. Anyway. Ubisoft did it last year with their um, fucking roller derby thing. Um, oh yeah, I remember that game. That, is that out yet? Uh, it's got you could. There's a new beta coming out soon, um, oh, which I've si- I've that. signed up for. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but they didn't do that with their Watchdogs demo that was out on the show floor, is what I'm no, saying. No, no. They're um, not going to do it with the yeah. big titles, and I don't think they'll do it again with this. We'll see. I wouldn't be surprised if that's the sort of stuff that happens, because I know that um, other companies, potentially like the Game Awards or something, were looking into doing something like that. 
where just like uh, whether it's like a game awards launch that you download and in it are all the demos of stuff that are down that are announced. It's, a, it's a big difference, yeah. big jump in a completely yeah. controlled environment. Like you, yeah. you just bring people to where you've got it set up. All right, is you'd be able to notice if they're going to whack a fucking USB in the drive and try to get the data. Whereas if you just give the data to people and like a slightly edited missing some stuff, they're still going to be able to fucking people into that. data mine the yeah. shit out yeah. of it instantly. Yeah, no, th- this is true, but. Look, I'm just saying I won't be surprised if we see more. Doesn't mean everyone, just more than what we've seen in the past. There won't be less, so there must be more. I will be surprised, so (laughs) send it there. Yeah. Um, And uh, off that as well, um, there's been some heavy rumours that uh, Warner Brothers was going to do a thing at E3 this year, which obviously isn't going to happen anymore. But mm-hmm. uh, rumors of a new Batman game and this Harry Potter game that leaked a few years ago as well, uh, that they were going to officially be shown off and announced. So hopefully we at least get something, some form of online video thing. Because yep. I, w- I want me some decent AAA Harry Potter RPG shit. Josh, did you not play the Harry Potter games growing up as a child? Triple boy. A Harry they Potter. They were AAA RPG. at the time. Mm. At the <laughs> time, they were AAA. True, but they they were just playing the story of the movie that they were attached to. The rumors of this this leaked one was that it was a thousand years before everything, and that you were just a student going through Hogwarts. Is this is that long enough back that you sh- don't have toilets and you you know shit and clean it up with a magic spell? <laughs> fucking yeah, me. probably. <laughs> Why did she ever tweet that? Or was that a fake tweet? I don't know. Nope, that shit was legit. Ugh. <laughs> it'll be it'll be like when you played Ark. It was like press Z to defecate. <laughs> and your character will just and just whoosh. A little bit of magic comes out. Uh, I'd love to see that instead of like you know the whole press F when people post something sad. <laughs> just press Z. Yeah. <laughs> Z's in the chat, boys. Z's in chat. <laughs> shit on the haters. Um. Herman Hulst, who is the head of Sony Worldwide Studios, he was formerly of Guerrilla Games, um, has confirmed that Horizon Zero Dawn is coming to PC uh, partway through this year in the in the American oh. summer. Now, I haven't confirmed... You, you could say winter. Winter also works. Yes, but, you know, yeah, it's, well, it's our the, winter. The Americans might get confused. Yeah, yeah the American that listens might get confused. Um, and it is actually... You can see it on Steam. You can add it to your wish list on Steam. So it is yeah. 100% confirmed. Um, well, yeah, it was a little bit of me thinking, maybe I should get a PlayStation. And that, that little bit of me just died. What about uh, God of War? Yeah, what about, uh, right? what about I, Uncharted? Obviously, there's been a lot of choices. And there's a scale, and it's been tipping. And it's just, just sort of junk, you know, just sort of But this is just reset the, the scale, has it? Pretty yeah, much. Yeah. Like, it was... This was going to be the straw that broke the camel's back, but then a gust of wind came and blew it away as it was falling down. Yeah, yep. that's right. Um, but I wouldn't. Be, I'd yeah, it'd be interesting to see if more and more of the previously Sony exclusives do come out um, on PC. Uh, I did see a thing okay, though that they've that. said they have absolutely no intention of doing same simultaneous day, releases. Simultaneous yeah. releases, yeah. That it will never, always will be never happen. Look, I get it. Great for the consumer. Not great for the business, I don't think. So we'll see what happens. Never say never. Be, yeah. It'll be interesting. I don't think you, we'll ever see like a Last of Us on, P, on PC. Never say never. 
I will say never. The only way you can say never is if you never know. Um, uh, what do we got? Okay, so COD has brought out a free game over the well, last week. A free mode, I'd say. Because it's, it, it's still, you only get it to play a portion of the game, which is the Battle Royale mode. Mm. Mm, sure. That yeah, that's hundred percent what this is though. So they've but it's a whole thing. It's Call, Call of Duty they've, they've Warzone. Pulled a, they've pulled a Fortnite. That's what pulled a, put a bloody Fortnite on you, mate. Yeah. yeah, they pulled a Fortnite. Yep. Um. So yeah, it's a it's a cross platform battle royale game. Um. Well, their last battle oh, royale cross platform. Yeah, I, I didn't realize that. Their last battle royale did really well, from my understanding. Like it played really well. I don't think it lasted very long. Yeah. Wait, isn't this the same one? No. That, so this b- is a different Blackout, game, isn't I think it? that was called. Oh, Blackout. Oh, really? Yeah, so this is called. That was, that was in the previous one. That wasn't was it? in the previous Black Ops. So this oh. is. Yeah. Yeah. So if you. So. so this is the problem with COD is that you've got a game out every year. So how long does a battle royale mode last? But yeah, since they've made it a free stand, essentially standalone thing, maybe then yeah. this just sort of gets updated as it goes and becomes sort of its own thing. Um, well, I don't. Think it's just standalone though, is it? It's just. You get access to that mode for free. Well, well, I've um, I haven't actually launched it. I have downloaded it on my PC, and it just said Call of Duty Warzone. It's in the Call of Duty tab, um, mm-hmm. but it look that's part of it. So if you own and have Modern Warfare installed, the download is eighteen to twenty two gig. If so, so did Modern Warfare not have a battle no. royale when it launched? No, no. Oh they, shit! They, my bad. Yeah. I thought it. Oh, yeah, Modern okay. Warfare. Modern Warfare got access to this um, mode like four days earlier than everyone else, as like a thing. But oh, okay. yeah. so it's like an 18, uh, 18 to twenty-two gig download. If you have Modern Warfare, if you don't, you're, you're downloading the full thing. It's like eighty-three to one hundred and one gig. If you don't have Modern Warfare, which is what I had to go through with a beefy so, boy. Yeah, um, but there are you know. Um, in-game purchases for like cosmetics and stuff, just in Warzone. It would have to be. Yeah, it's otherwise it's charity. Yeah, <laughs> I'll, I'll, well, marketing for the full game. But I think they, by the sounds no, of no, things, let's without go charity, yeah, without having played it at all, it sounds like this is them trying to make this Warzone thing a standalone, a standalone product considering it has all that stuff in it. It'd be weird if they then, like, at the end of this year with whatever COD comes out this year, it's a completely different Battle Royale and Warzone basically ceases to exist. It's like, well, what's... Because it... Well, yeah. cause the, next, the next one won't be a Modern Warfare, that's why. True, yeah. yeah. The next one will be a World War Two one again or but the, World War yeah. Eight. But because this is called Call of Duty Warzone, like, that, that's what it is. Maybe mm. Warzone then just gets updated oh. to be in that setting of whatever that next COD is, but it be the right. same game. I, I mean, thought I said Modern Warfare. So, looking at it, like, looking at the yeah, launcher, right. I see Call of Duty MW is, like, the icon on the side, and when you click on that... Which launcher is this through, by the, the way? The Blizzard launcher. Battlenet. Is in Blizzard now? Yeah, well, oh, right, Activision, Activision Blizzard, no yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I haven't um, installed ba- uh, Battlenet again, so... Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I'd like to give it a go. Maybe we can talk about it next week. Have like it literally came out yeah. yesterday. Took all day to download it and haven't had a chance yet to. Yeah. But we should we should give it a bit of a crack over the weekend. Report report some findings next week, I suppose. For sure. Um, Why not? Yeah. I'll go reinstall bloody Battle.net. <laughs> I'm hating this whole rebuild a computer thing. I've got to reinstall bloody everything. All right. Um. Reggie. Next, 
Big yes. Reg. Big old Reggie Philomanis has been appointed to the GameStop Board of Directors. So that is the parent company of EA, uh, of EB Games uh, here in sure Australia. Um, so, But reading the article, it sounds like it's not just him who got added to the board of directors. I think like there were a couple other people and it by the looks of things they like rotate their board every like regularly. Yeah, regularly. So it's like to keep fresh eyes on the on the business. Um but it's a bit of a I think it's a bit of a weird move to go from like the head of Nintendo of America to GameStop. Which like, well, he's not the CEO. He's just a board no, member. No, no, it's, he's a he's a board member. But like, I don't know. To me, that's like, um, the the head of like Universal Studios stepping down and then becoming like a board member for a, a chain of cinemas. Like, it's just. I'd argue that really because he was just like head 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 office of Nintendo is in Japan. Yeah. So he was just sort of a regional CEO. True. When you think about yeah, it, he, he was and just Game, GameStop lives in America. He's now on the board of directors for the the headquarters. It might it might just be as simple as it pays better and it's less work. It's you don't just have to a, look at this. It is just a sidestep. I don't yeah. think it's anything other than a sidestep. Uh, it could be a step up. Like you have no idea what the pay is like. Yeah. Be the board of directors get paid. I can't remember. I don't know. Oh, I don't think it's fucking charity. <laughs> well, generally, it's because you own stock. The board of directors oh, right, is generally right. stockholders. No, you're right. Yeah, it's, yeah, you're right. It's, yeah, stockholders. So he's yeah. It, it, I think it's been pretty different. Be interesting to see if like he has any influence over it because obviously places like GameStop and EB Games would be struggling with with the decline in physical sales, which is why whenever you walk into one of those stores, they're like fifty percent merch these days, if not more. It's all collectibles yeah, one- and T-shirts. Um, one company that's never really had a problem with that is Nintendo. So, true. Yeah, There's some good uh, experience there. So yeah, we want uh, interesting, interesting to see if if there's any major changes that start trickling down to the GameStop stores and then eventually the EV yep. Game stores based off I, decisions he makes. I'd be surprised makes. if we noticed. Yeah. Um, staying staying with Nintendo, they have teased Lego Super Mario. Fuck. Um, now we don't know what this is, um, um, but I'm pretty sure it's not a game. It'll be like sets. Um, from what I could find online, um, it looks like there's going to be ten sets of varying costs, from basically the price of a minifig up to like a two hundred dollar set or something like that. But we don't know what they actually are. The interesting thing, though, if you have a look at the Twitter post that Nintendo of America made oh. and that Lego made, it's a it's a very close up shot of what looks like a minifig of Mario, but in his chest, his mouth and his eyes look like LCD screens. Um, and I've seen it. Pulling this bad boy up. Um, oh, I saw this thing. Yes, and if you, I've weird seen, as shit. I've seen some bigger. Uh, I've seen. I think that the Lego post shows a bit more of a zoomed out view. It almost looks like that Mario is a switch dock or something like that because when it's oh, pulled Jesus. out a bit more in between his legs, you can see what looks like the black bevel of the switch and it's the switch that's providing the screen to the chest, mouth and eyes. I find that horrifying. So Yeah, I, there's something about the, the, his, his really toothy smile. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? It's genuinely creepy. Like, it's... 
it's the kind of Mario that you sort of you, you wake up and he's standing on your chest and yeah. you can't move. Five Nights at Freddy's oh, Mario. That's now going to be in my <laughs> dreams. Um, but I don't know what it would actually be if that is some form of Mario that you some giant Mario minifig that you can put your Switch in and load up an app, what sort of interactions would you have with it then? Is that a game? Is that then to interact with some giant Lego set? Like, it'd be interesting. I don't... We'll, we'll find out more, I suppose. They haven't announced when we'll find out more. This wasn't an announcement of an announcement. This was straight up just a teaser and then eventually more info will drop. I'm assuming there's a Direct coming out soon. Um... That might address this. I guess we'll see. Yeah, that will be soon. We just need to be patient. Yeah, probably before we release the episode. To be honest, oh, very possibly. possibly. Knowing our luck. Um, oh, yeah. can I just quickly say, going back to our last news story, I feel bad for anyone who didn't sell their GameStop shares in like two thousand and eight. <laughs> it was uh, no, that was yeah, that was at their peak. They went down and oh. came back up a bit, but they're at sixty three US dollars. Who wants to have a guess at where they are at this very moment? Oh, like 48. 20? Four. S- about to say single digits? Oh! Jesus Christ. Four, Four US dollars a share. Oh, oh baby. Wow. Maybe now's the that time to good. buy and see if Reggie can buy, turn it around. <laughs> That's it. Buy into GameStop. Putting it out there oh. now. Watch Big it. Thing's yeah. coming. Reggie turns it oh, around. They it's, become it's... an actual game studio, not just a distribution store. Hey, actually... Look. They did, publish, they did publish something. They have. I'm looking at it right here. Or they publish Has Been Heroes yeah. and Deformers. Or or, oh. GameStop becomes a, a new launcher. Yeah, I'd say that's... <laughs> no, I'd say that's very, very possible. But they'd have to like do something to their stores. They'd have to have some in where like you buy the game physically and you get it automatically, electronically, or something like that. They'd have to... They couldn't just sort of do it and just drop it, like, say, Epic Store. Yeah. They'd have to just... They'd have to do something like your physical copies. Like, because we've got that... They've got the the cards, right? The loyalty shit. Mm. If, if that's... Like if that's If that's nationwide, like... Yeah, I know you got the carrots. Yeah. I, I don't know if it's the same yeah, for yeah, yeah. GameStop American shit. But if it, they do, they could use something like that to do a launcher. Mm. But, Again, I, look, I don't think the stores are going anywhere. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Mm. But a lot of people no, still want physical true. games. It's I still yeah. buy physical I think games. For I think, now, honestly, they've gone down as far as they're going to go. I reckon by the end of next generation, they'll be significantly lower. Like, when was the last time you know of somebody buying a CD? A CD? A, C- a, C- well, I don't, a CD. I don't buy CD. Yeah, I don't buy CD, but I buy vinyl. Yes. I still buy physical musical media. Sure. Um, so you'll go out and buy a, a cartridge game for your N64. I reckon new games, I reckon by the end of this, this either the end of the next generation of consoles, like the maybe the PlayStation 6 and whatever comes after the Series X of consoles, will almost be discless. Like what, what, I think that's a very bold claim. Like what Xbox wanted to do with the Xbox One originally. And that was still a silly oh, then, idea. Then, then it was too early. But this generation coming, you could almost... That it would be way more viable this generation. Still not quite, but by you still forget that pe- people want the security of physical media. There are a lot of people who don't just want digital only. Yeah, that's true. But that uh, uh, on Josh's side, it, it, the changes might not be as quick as he as he thinks. But I reckon he's probably right. When was at that, some the stage, way, sort at of some stage, yes, I think it will happen. When was the last but time somebody bought a physical game for their computer? Well, that hasn't. You don't really have the option anymore. 
Exactly. No, you absolutely do. The option, no, the option come, is going yeah, to the store like, and buying no, but the they CD all come, key physically. Yeah, it's a CD key. You're still downloading the game, yeah. which is why I'm saying it's not an option. It's completely different. It'd be like, hey, okay, I'm, you're going to go buy a physical game from for the Switch and it's just a download code. That's basically what you're saying. Still, still, most of the PC games give you like a couple of Blu-rays, right? No, no, they're the all last CD couple keys times now. I've bought a physical oh. PC. You're game. just buying a box with a key in it, and then you yeah. go and download it. It's, and it's then yeah, redundant. you link that key to Steam, or you link that key to your Bl- Battle.net or whatever. Right. That's what's in the physical PC games these days. I would not be surprised if 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 console games go a similar path by the next generation, with with the with the way. With the development of the internet, both five G and six G eventually coming out, it'll be like it'll be the way. You what? You wait. You wait. I'm telling you now. I disagree, but we'll we'll see what happens. Yep. Um, speaking of old games, I suppose um, <coughs> Command and Conquer is uh, being remastered. Yes, the Command and Conquer Remastered Collection has been formally announced. Ooh. Um, I've never played Command and Conquer when I was younger, um, but I watched through this whole. They announced like announced it with like a, I don't know. It was a little bit Nintendo-y, This YouTube video they put out, um, but much much better presented than anything Nintendo has done. Just like in the way that they speak about it, it was fast paced. It was like three minutes, and it's like here's everything that's in it. Here's what we've done to it. It it's it's coming out. I think sometime in June. Um, but basically, you'll get the complete Tiberian Dawn and Red Alert games with all the expansion packs. I believe that's three oh. expansion packs. I miss Tiberian Sun, the best one. <laughs> um, it's going to be in 4K. All the buildings and units and everything have been remodeled and remade. Um, still like, you know, that isometric sprite almost looking type thing. But like like what they did with the recent uh, Age of Empires rem- remasters. Mm. Um, like with these sorts of things, you'll be able to swap between the old and new graphics. But I think that's only... Uh, so Tiberian Dawn is the first Command and Conquer. It's just another name for the very first one. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I was trying to work out where it fits into the timeline. Because it was... Yeah. Well, I guess this one, then two, then, then Tiberian Sun. Okay. Oh, Tiberian Twilight was number four. Yeah, that one sucked from memory. Yeah, I never played it. I, I think, never played the I Red Alert three either. was the best. Three is the best. I never played the Red yeah. Alert one, so I can't comment, but three was the bomb. Mm. Yeah, me neither. I don't know why. I just Red Alert never came up on my radar, I guess. No. See, Red Alert was the one that I heard about. Mm. Well, you heard um, wrong, Josh. Um, so you'll be able to swap between the old and new graphics, but I think that's only in single player. I think they... Uh, you can't do that in any multiplayer stuff. It's going to have um, all 100 plus missions that are in that were in those games, plus the Spec Ops missions, which are in the console version, um, apparently. So that's in the um, in this new version. The UI is all being overhauled and redone based on um, user feedback. They have this whole big community thing uh, working on it. They said like from the day that they decided to start working on it, they did a blog post and they've had community members like giving feedback and they've had like almost like a, a council of community members liaising with developers almost 24 hours a day uh, trying to make sure that this is the right sort of thing. Um, all the all the full motion video cutscenes have been upscaled and the audio has been remastered on them so they don't look like the god-awful pixelation that you had back in the day. It, they look significantly better. It, 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 luckily they haven't. Like all the live action things, it looks like they've just sort of 
they've enhanced it. They haven't re-recorded. No, it. no, they're using no, the no. same. Yeah, it's the same footage, but it's like it would have been recorded on probably film back in those days. They probably they, found the film. Yeah, or like honest. or like the original recordings, because obviously to release it on the game, it had to be really, really like reduced in quality to essentially what mm. looks like pixel art to fit on the media at the time. But these days, there's so much more space, so they're just able to do all that. Um, they said there's also behind the scenes. Um, videos they've got of it all like being recorded so you can see like all the green screen and behind the scenes of the FMV being recorded. Hmm. Um, hmm. The multiplayer is going to have like, custom games, quick matches, um, some ELO system to help make sure you get matched against people of your um, skill level, I suppose, and uh, in-game leaderboards. Um, and the music's all been redone, uh, remastered by the original composer. Um, there's like seven hours of it or so, as well as an in-game jukebox, they call it. By the looks of things, you could almost make playlists of all like the different songs and then have them play whilst you're, whilst you're playing the game. So you can just listen to the mm. bangers that you want. And the music that oh, they played did sound good. Like it was like good sort of yeah. metal type stuff. That it was like industrial from memory, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Sounds quite... It's, yeah. uh, it's kind of like the perfect kind of remaster from just... From the from the cover of it, yeah, yeah. If you haven't, it sounds like they've done everything right. If you haven't, go oh. watch the YouTube video where they announced it. And you can actually see it all. Um, if 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 Command and Conquer was your jam, I feel like this would be a a good one to go in on. I, I never played it. It still look like even though it's a remaster, it still looks old because they're still sticking with that you know almost sprite based isometric art style. It's not like a a big fancy three D. Uh, RTS, like what you would expect. The kind a brand of thing new where, one. like, you're driving the tanks around, and they can only go. They, they they have like they're either vertical, diagonal, or horizontal. If they yeah, that's the turn they make. Yeah, <laughs> that's there's, there's like it's an eight, eight point different axes, states. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think it's still it's still that same because it's the same system. It looks yeah. like it's it's the same game. It's just a, a visual face facelift. Yeah, it's not it's not a remake. It's a remaster. Mm. Um. CD Projekt Red have announced that as soon as Cyberpunk 27, 2077 comes out, they'll begin work on the next Witcher game. Um, but that game won't necessarily be a direct sequel to Witcher 3, so it probably won't be called Witcher 4, but something in that in that universe. They've also added that all the games that they're planning out at the moment are either set in the Cyberpunk universe or the Witcher universe. Like They're, they're not planning any other IPs. It's all just <laughs> That's going to be one of those two. Uh, way to diversify, guys. <laughs> no, I don't want to diversify. They've got two good things. What are the odds they're going to make a third good thing? Low, I say. So let's just sort of... Let's, yeah, exactly. let's let them stick they with have, what they've got. They have their futuristic game and their medieval like fantasy game. Like it's... <laughs> what are they going to do? That's but all the bases they've covered. They've got all everything covered. It, what more could you else, want? Man. Oh. Think like... You think like, you know, classic with Bethesda... They have their future game being Fallout and their medieval game being Elder Scrolls. Like they also have that space one that's coming. Ah, but that that's different. They divert. They tried to do a third, oh. and look what's happened to them. Well, I mean, I mean, they did a lot of things wrong other than that. But yes, <laughs> they haven't <laughs> fucked that up yet. They've just fucked everything else up. But as soon as Maybe they announced the third IP, as soon as they announced the third yeah. IP, they started to go to shit. Yeah. So maybe that would have happened to CG, CD Projekt Red. We'd never know because exactly. they they made the right choice. Exactly. <laughs> Rockstar have a third one that people love. Because they have their future one and their current one, Grand Theft Auto and Red Dead Redemption, and they also I would bully. not call Grand Theft Auto future. Yeah. 
I didn't say future, future. I said current. I said past and current. Mm, or did straight. I say I future? Did I say sure future and current future. then? I definitely said current. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, either way. Yeah, I don't know. Bully, that's not really a franchise. They made one game ages ago and that was it, right? Yeah, and people There's want a, a sequel. People really do no, want they, a sequel. Are going to do that. it though? No, who knows? they got to follow through for it to count. Exactly. Yeah. People are clamouring, that's all I've got. All right. Yeah. <laughs> but also, we hate Rockstar. Don't forget. There's some of them. There's one of those predatory companies out there. True. Milk their whales for all they're worth. People still fucking yeah. go for it. Well, of course. Just like people go for the pokies, but doesn't make it good. True, true. Anyway, let's move on. Yeah. Um, yeah, Nintendo of America have um, moved to have the class action lawsuit against them uh, dismissed. This is the one in relation to the Joy-Con drift. Um, this is a thing. I yeah, yeah. In the US, um, in the US, there's a class action lawsuit against Nintendo of America for um, knowingly selling the Joy-Con with uh, that could potentially have these faults. Um, right. That request to have the lawsuit dismissed was denied, but it is going to arbitration, which um, which I think I vaguely remember talking about. I think when we were talking about the Telltale stuff. Um, so it basically means it's going to be settled outside of the courts, but it's a step before going um, to actual court. Yeah. Yes, but the so the lawsuit's been placed on hold um, pending the results of the arbitration. Um, so will sounds ridiculous. Yeah, because it was originally mm. just the Joy-Con that were in that. Um, the class action lawsuit was going, and then they released the uh, the Switch Lite, which has the same problem. So that got added into the into the lawsuit as well. Um, and they've actually right. recently announced a, a new color to the um, Switch Lite, a coral color. Oh, the um, coral one, yeah. Yeah, which will probably be added in as well, considering it'll well, most likely... Doesn't that just fall under Switch Lite? Well, they probably do like specific models, and it's like, well, this one came out ages after the others, and you haven't made any hardware revisions, you haven't fixed the problem. Like, <laughs> if mm. I've never had the problem. Neither have I. Well, it doesn't happen to every single exactly. person, but it doesn't need... Yeah, I know, but it doesn't... Oh, sorry, I'm back. I know, I know of people online who said they've had the problem with three, four different units. Like it's, it clearly I happens. That someone, seems insane. We know had it. Mm. No, but to say you've had it on three or four different units seems a bit. Well, for them, it's like, like individual it, Joy-Con. Like it's the it happened to their left Joy-Con three times or something like that. Fair enough. Uh, yeah, and some a lot of people use it more than we do. True, a lot of people. True. Would put get put a lot of use into it. Yeah. And like that's the thing. If it only happens to twenty five percent of of the devices, say, then it's like that's a massive number of consoles. Mm. But then there's only three of us, so it could very likely. We not need. Be we one need a exactly. It's the fourth person that we don't have. Yes. <laughs> exactly. It's happening to them. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's awkward. Mm. Um, Love a class action. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I've got one more, which I just. Uh, have just remembered. Oh, forgot, forgot to put on in. there. It's um, sneaky news. It's in relation to VR. I'm sorry. Um, oh, <laughs> that's why it's not in there. No, I just oh, I just it. remembered, guys. Um, by the way, researchers at Facebook have found out a way to get 67 percent more um, processing power out of the Oculus Quest um, by using machine learning, essentially. So what they have got it to do is basically render the game at a lower. Um, at a lower pixel count, and then use machine learning on the CPU to essentially zoom and enhance the the footage <laughs> without without the zoom. But you know, like the 
in the answer. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, you yeah. look at... You, guess yeah. what's meant to be in between. Yeah, guess what's meant to be in between. And you look at footage side by side of games with and without this uh, running and you can't you can't tell the difference. In motion, you wouldn't be able to tell the difference. Um, but it moves... So, you're, I mean, you're looking at this... Images. These as images, yeah. Oh no, no. This was this was a vi- this was a video of I think it was Beat Saber. With one side was standard um, yeah. rendering, the other side was using this new process. And but you weren't in there. No, no, no. But so they were, like it, this it, is just they've just they've found out this way. They haven't. It's not like it hasn't been pushed out. They're still working on it. It's still right. early days, and they wouldn't do it if it would lower the experience. But they're saying by moving. By doing it this way, it moves the processing power off the GPU uh, onto the CPU for the for the machine learning to do it. The latency is like maybe one or two milliseconds. It's you, you wouldn't notice it because naturally it has I to would, happen. I would argue that they would absolutely... If you're telling me 67% more processing power, they would absolutely have, be looking at it as a pos- looking at the pros and cons, if it reduced yeah, 100%, your yeah. viewing experience a little bit, they would still do it mm. because of the massive benefits. So I wouldn't True. say they wouldn't do it if it reduced the experience. True, but then like it depends on what you classify as reducing the experience, because because by op- by allowing sixty seven percent more um, graphics processing power, you can then put stuff in it that you wouldn't been able to do previously. So like it's of course you've got maybe mm. more particle effects or more. You know, I, I don't know, bloom or fucking lighting. I it's, don't know. Absolutely. Which, so there, so you'd get there, that enhancement the, there. Yeah. You'd, yeah, you'd get... So there, there's there's going to be pros and there's going to be cons. It's just... The way you were selling it, you made it sound like there's going to be absolutely no downside and they're just improving it by 67%. And I reckon that's just a bit naive. Yeah, there's Particularly when you're dealing with VR when there are a lot of a lot of choke points. A lot of... Like... Yeah. Every, there's a lot of things that... They need to get past for it to be perfect. True. A lot of hurdles. True. Um, so it's going to yeah. be pros and cons. Obviously, everyone reporting on this, no one's gone hands-on with it because it is all like internal in their R&D labs. This is just like a, a blog post that they put out. So, as I say, it'll be a while before we see any software that uses this. It'd be great. But it'll be interesting like to get to like to get some extra beef out of the headset without... Too much of a downside by the sounds of things. Absolutely, be good. Anyone playing anything new or real on the old games? Uh, <laughs> I I, t- I played a little bit of something new, and that something new was only because it was a free game on the Epic Store. <laughs> um, <laughs> it seemed like a game that was right up my alley. So, and it and it is, I suppose. I just need to sink more time into. Oh it. man, yeah. So we've said f- Epic Store and up Josh's alley. I'm scared. <laughs> it's called Offworld Trading Company. Um, <laughs> so. I think it's made by like the lead designer on Civ Four or something like that, and you can sort of see it. It, it the it's a economic RTS where like you're setting up on on Mars. Um, so the premise basically is there's like a you know a human colony that's founded on Mars. It's got like you know the um, habitats and everything where people are living. You're a trading company, so you found like a some form of HQ for science or industrial or whatnot. And you've got to make, um, make components, whether it's glass or circuitry or farm water or air or food or whatnot, and try and sell it back to that city. But you're competing against other other companies, and you have to try by the looks of things to win to. There's no combat because it's it's economic. It's not like a military RTS. 
um, to win, you have to essentially host, um, you know, take over the the oppo- opposing companies by buying out their stock, by buying shares in their company, yeah, right. and and basically hostile taking them over. Um, so I've only had a chance to really play through the tutorial to try and get my head around the mechanics. I tried very quickly to jump into a, a skirmish, um, but I realized I have no idea what's going on. Um, so I <laughs> just need to figure out all the mechanics a bit more. But it it's it seems good. I like it's just the it looks like there's different tiers that you can buy the game on Epic. You know, they give you the the base one for free, and if you wanted the uh, extra planets or whatnot, it's all DLC and stuff. But um, classic, yeah, it's it's yeah. If that if that's your sort of thing, that sort of micromanaging, um, RTSE sort of grid, it's hexagon still, so it's that same sort of grid based. And you know, that mm-hmm. that tile's got water on it, so you can build a water pump there. And that tile's got you know iron, so build your mine on that one. Um, Sounds like it would feel very civ like at the start. Not, no, <laughs> like oh, I, okay. it's, it's like it's <laughs> it doesn't feel too much like civ because it's. I get a similar sort in that sense, but I it's guess com- it'd be real time. It, it is real time. It's completely different um, mm-hmm. for the most part. The only thing that's not real time, like at the start, it's like here's the map. Where do you want to place your base? You can scan. Um, so you click on a tile and it'll do like a scan around it to find resources around there. It's like time is paused and you click on a tile and as it does a scan, time then moves forward a couple of seconds. And then pauses if you want to do another scan. So whilst you're trying to make that decision, it's not like you're chewing up time on where you want to place it. And there's a few other right. few other things where that seems to be the case. If you've selected, there's some abilities to use. It looks like if you've got one selected, time pauses whilst you figure out where you want to put it. You're not chewing up time whilst you're making that decision. At least in the PvE stuff. I'm not sure if that's the same in PvP, which there is multiplayer. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it, it sounds pretty interesting. I, it always scares me when it's like the game's clearly based around the single player with the time movement working like that, and it's a, they've got it all neat and managed. But then you jump into multiplayer, and it's just going to get messy. For, I say, for the most part, it is real time. So like once everyone's placed their base, it could just go in real time and stay that way. It might just be you know Fair take enough. it in turns scanning. Once everyone's placed their base, cool, we're in real time. I don't know though. Oh, have to try yeah. out. Have to try out the um have to try out multiplayer once I've got my head around the mechanics more. If it's still free on the Epic Store, I'm not sure. You should uh, at least claim it, add it to that library. Sounds good. I've been... Had a a bit of a long weekend, so I played a lot of Monster Hunter World. It's great. Classic Callum. Back on that one. (laughs) Um, But I also went and picked up a sports game. Sports game? A sports game. game. I went and picked up the NHL 20. NHL, that's, that's, that's... Hockey, that's I imagine. Hockey. That is hockey. That's hockey. Yep. H for hockey. Right. So, yep. um, look, I'll be honest, it's like any other EA sports game. A little under polish, but goes all right. Um, <laughs> yeah, look, it's interesting. I haven't played a sports game in fucking yonks. Um, I've been getting into hockey a lot recently and thought, why not give this a crack? Um, I started playing the Builder Pro mode, right? So you start your own player... You start them in like the amateur leagues and have to try and get them up into a professional team and you know win the Stanley Cup, which is the you know right. grand final, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, yeah, it's um, the Super Bowl of hockey. The Super Bowl of hockey, correct? And so it's pretty like you got a fairly detailed character creation tool where you put your name, you can put your number in, 
Um, you can sort of change how you look, give yourself like a beard. It's got like a, a max and min beard length. So I'm guessing your beard <laughs> grows throughout the the game. Ah, I like that. So that's cool. Um, so I'm waiting to see what happens. I got mine already set like somewhat long, so I'm going to see how how long it gets before it disappears again. <laughs> Just fucking skate over to the end of it. That's the max. That's, that's it. Yeah, I want it down to your belly button. Um, <clears throat> yeah, and even stuff like you know what skates. It's got a bunch of like fucking prom- promotional shit from uh, the apparel guys in there, so you can pick your gloves, your skates, your your hockey stick, all that sort of stuff. So they've all got branding and they all look like actual ones. Um, and so this is where it's, it's it makes total sense, but it's kind of annoying at the same time. So in hockey, you have a thing called a shift. So you have different lines. Um, so let's say you've got like your, your first line is all your attackers or your, or your, your best attackers and your defensemen. Yep. So they go out and they're the guys you have out when you're trying to go for goal. And mm-hmm. then you have your second line, which is like your defensemen. And then, like, your, your third, your fourth line, your penalty to kill line, all these sort of things like that, and just, just different setups. So, when you're playing the become a pro, uh, become a pro fucking mode, I'm trying to think of the right word, mode, yeah. Amateur mode. Yeah, but, you know, start, from the, start from the baby steps and get up to the top. So, you play one character. And so, when your shift is over, you sort of just go off to the bench wait for your turn to come back up and get back on the ice. And you can either watch that happen or you can sim it and just have it happen and then you get back on the ice. So So it's it's not like FIFA where you're essentially playing the whole team? Well, so if you're playing a game just like in, uh, you know, a match mode, just playing, yeah, it does that. You play whoever's got the the puck at the time. Yeah. But if you're playing, you know, the Become a Pro campaign, then you're you're one guy. And so you play like one guy. So you know, other other people on the on the ice will have the puck, and they'll be a CPU and pass it off to you, maybe or whatever. And then you know, when your shift is up, you actually just go off the yeah. ice and wait for it to come back on. You're right; it's weird, but, but it makes total sense. <laughs> it <laughs> makes total sense, but it's like I'm kind of missing out on like you know half a game or something like that because I'm off the ice for half if half the time. Yeah, it think. does. Yeah, think, it, yeah. it works. I get it. It t- makes total sense, but it's like, yeah, there's no other way hockey. to really do it. <laughs> yeah. Unless, like, if it, they could have done, like, if it's not your shift, then it goes into, like, a normal mode where you just play the whole team. Uh, and look, then if it's maybe, your shift, then you are just that one character. Yeah. Potentially, there is a setting that I didn't see when I was setting it up that does <laughs> do something like that. But the what I've got it from, from the defaults is, yeah, it just, you can literally sit there and, like, first person on the bench looking at what's happening out on the <laughs> ice. Or you can, you know, press circle and it will just skip that five minutes or whatever it is and put you back on. Is there Are there any brawls? Uh, I haven't gotten into a brawl yet. I've smacked a lot of guys into a lot of walls, which is nice. <laughs> I'd like to see if you're on the bench and a, a fight breaks out, you get, you know, press X to leap over the, the wall, get <laughs> To in get there. involved, yeah. <laughs> Throw a few hooks. Oh, so I, I want to get to a point because you can play as an enforcer. So when you create your character, you can select what type of player you are. Oh. And so you can be a goalie if you want, or you can be an enforcer who are the guys who go out there and you know cause the fights and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. So look, I'm having fun with it. It's pretty. It's as all sports games are. They're fucking difficult if you don't know how to play them. Like, because even just like the the sort of easier modes are fucking still hard. 
Yeah, because you've, you've got to get your like controls down. What I do like is they've got a, a mode that I'm using because I thought, why not try with this one, uh, called Skill Stick. So your left joystick is your character, and that's how you control where you're moving on the ice. And the right joystick is your hockey stick. So it's a twin stick shooter. Kinda. It's it's not as like perfect, but like so if you go right on the on the right stick, you'll hold the puck and you stick out to the right side, or you know to the left, and you use it to shoot and stuff like that. But it's just kind of cool because you can you know you can do things where you can like pass the puck, like pull it back in and around, and sort of like get around a guy without him stealing it off you, sort of thing. Yeah, because yeah, right. you have that finer cool. control yeah. about which side you got the puck on. Yeah, you've got yeah. a lot of fine control on how you, how you're moving up the up the ice, which is cool, but also fucking difficult. <laughs> Trying to remember it all at at the one time. Yeah, and you you struggle to then use A B C or oh, sorry, whatever the buttons are on your controller. Triangle X, yeah, circle you don't square. sort of have to use them, which is good. So no? the okay. uh, when you select that mode, you don't use those buttons to shoot or anything like that. So to shoot, you either push forward to do like a a, a wrist shot, which is like a, a sort of less powerful in close sort of shot, or yeah, you sort right. of pull back and then forward, which is like a a wind up shot and a, it's called a slap shot. You sort of wind right. it up, and if you hold back for too long, the puck sort of just glides away from you. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> uh, okay, fair enough. Yeah, and there's a few other like sort of tricks and stuff like that you can do, and you can get up to doing really cool stuff on the ice, which looks cool. I saw some videos of guys just like doing really advanced shots, and it's like this looks real good. <laughs> That's good as. Yeah, I'm there. having real. I'm a lot of fun with it so far, so we'll see what happens. Put some more time in, see if I can get any better at it. Make it to the pro leagues one day. <laughs> You'll get there, man. I believe. So so far, I'm getting into a lot of trouble and kept getting penalised for tripping. So that's nice. <laughs> like tripping as in you're tripping other people or you yeah. don't know how to skate and you're tripping you, over your own feet. You don't get you don't get penalized because <laughs> you're falling over. over. <laughs> so you get you can do a, a poke when you're playing defensively and like sort of try and attempt to knock the puck away. And it happens all the time in actual hockey. People do it from behind trying to get in front and they'll get caught up in the skate. And then they get called for tripping and that's a two minute ban. Oof. So you're off the ice, or for, so your your whole team is down a player for two minutes. Okay, fair enough. And that that go that makes your your team play score drop a lot. Well, yeah, you're, you're down a player. Well, as in, like, so your your guy has certain like criteria he has to meet to keep pushing forward. So you've got to average like a C overall, and you have attack, defense, and team play as like stats. And so they they go up when you do good things, or they go down when you do something shitty. Like if you give away a penalty, you lose like a hundred points from team play. Okay, you, you know, enough. passing gives you like five sort of thing. Oof. So it's it's a pretty big deal when you when you get man. I've passed twenty there. times. I can afford to trip someone. That's it. <laughs> but yeah, look, I'm like I said, it's it's fucking pretty good. It's, it seems pretty realistic, which I like. Mm. Like you can do a lot of things you could actually see people playing hockey doing. It, it sounds like, though, like classic with those sports games where it's like you have to obviously enjoy the sport that the game is of. If you don't, oh, like, yeah, if you don't like watching or playing ice hockey, you wouldn't. Then you're you probably not going to have too much fun it. with it, no. Exactly. It's not, it's not Mario Tennis. It is not Mario Tennis. It's not just, you know, you pick it up, have a bit of fun. Yeah. You've got to be pretty invested. It's, it's pretty simmy. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's that's a good way to well, put it. Well, it's attempting to be pretty simmy, I guess. 
without without having really played any of them, I've heard that like games, something like Madden, I've heard is almost mm. qu- a little bit RTS-y or almost MOBA-ish in how you... Madden is intimidating. I've played some yeah. Madden. There's just so much because it's... NFL's pretty detailed in like all the different plays and all the all the shit. Exactly, that you can because do. of the way that you're planning out the plays and everything. And then the different type of throws and everything else you have to keep track of. Yeah. Madden can be pretty intimidating to play, I find. Mm. But okay. look, I think it's I've got I've bought one. I can probably never buy one for the next five, ten years and I'll be happy. Yep. Because I can play <laughs> this one for however long and it'll be fine. Yeah. No, there's a, there's a sports. This one's the best one. There's a sports yeah. game that's come out recently that I I've been tempted to jump on. I need to wait and see how it um actually is. It AFL though. Evolution Two? No, no. It's is um, that out? <laughs> I don't know. I hope so. No, it's a uh, broom, Broomstick League. I need to uh, I need to give that one. Oh, that's a that fucking Quidditch game, isn't it? It's not Quidditch. It's it's Rocket League on broomsticks. <laughs> It's Quidditch, it's not isn't it? Quidditch. <laughs> it's absolutely Quidditch. <laughs> it's not. They have wands. Has a- has anyone ever looked at this game and not drawn the the line between it and Quidditch? Uh, they look at it, they think this is completely unique and new. This is not Quidditch at all. I there is not a single person in the world. I, Josh, I <laughs> I decline to comment. <laughs> yeah, I know. I yeah. So I need to grab that at some point and give that a bell. I think. All right. Any any updates well, on Kenshi, Nikki boy? Yeah. Look, I'm going to have to talk about it just briefly. <laughs> I know that I already talked about it last week, but I... Um, it seems like a game that we're going to be getting a, a few weekly updates on. Oh, not weekly. It's just last time I really didn't put much time in it. you got to understand that I bought it on the same day we recorded the podcast. Oh, wow. So I didn't okay. really get... Well, I bought it the night before, but I didn't play it. Right. And you're... I downloaded it. And you're now on, like, a bunch of annual leave, so... Yes, <laughs> yes I am. So I only I'd only played it for about three hours last time. Yep. Uh, my play time is now sixty three hours. Jesus Christ! Oh. That's a lot of so, hours. Yeah, <laughs> I've uh, <laughs> been doing really well. <laughs> it's 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 absorbed me. It's it's on the short list of games that has gotten me completely absorbed. Um, some other games like 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 RimWorld and Factorio. Uh, games Terraria. where I just, I, yeah, I, I stay up till like three thirty in the morning playing it, and then I go to bed still thinking about it, and then I wake up, and then I'm thinking about it, yeah, and I want to just go back to playing. Sounds it. like Civ, fully absorbed. Yeah, right. Wow. And it's you've sort of worked out some of those tricks that you're having issues with previously. Yeah, I've definitely, uh, I've definitely got a be- much better idea of what I'm doing. After six to three it. hours, I would hope so. No, you could be struggling your way through for 63 hours. Oh, I'm still struggling. There's a lot of stuff. <laughs> I can only do a small portion of the game. Yep. It's, I've really, I, I never, I didn't appreciate how big the game is. I've also uh, downloaded an, an overhaul mod. Yep. Um, As in graphical uh, overhaul or? Nah, like gameplay oh, overhaul. Okay. Yep. So it just adds more everything everywhere. Lovely. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, it's just there's more settlements, more characters, more things going on, some quality of life changes. Like one thing that's really nice is there's a little notification when something or someone is coming going to is leaving to go to your outpost. So like if you're being attacked by bandits from an actual encampment, like a proper raid, it'll be like uh, ba- bandit demands are now heading to your outpost. Yeah, and it's like, oh, good, just a heads up, thank you. Because the amount of times previously where I was just sort of off doing my own thing, I look back and 
Phantoms already knocked down my gate and they're killing my dudes. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I, I did. I literally didn't even notice. Is that an issue where like you potentially need to have set up patrols further out so you get early no, notice or like? But like you wouldn't you wouldn't notice unless you're watching those yeah, patrols. It's not like they'd send you yeah, a notification. Right. And there's no like alarm bells that ding. You're under attack or anything like that. All that really happens is if your people are in direct combat, yeah, their icon will go red. Yeah. Right. Okay. So you'd have to notice that, but then if you've noticed that. They've already broken through your gate and are now attacking your dudes. Yep. And you can't set people up to patrol. There's no, like, go walk around here. There's no patrol commands. Yeah, right. So you would have to just literally just click back and forth with a unit and that's not really <laughs> applicable. It's not fun. I, but yeah. I, I, have, I have got it set up, so I, I somewhat automated my outpost. I've got about 30 dudes in my encampment now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've somewhat automated the the core bits of my outpost, so the farming, the processing, the bread, the making, the sandwiches. My my people live off sandwiches, cactus sandwiches. Cactus sandwiches. Cactus. Well, we live in a desert, sounds, so not much grows. Sounds pointy. Mm. So I can struggle to get wheat, uh, and I've got plenty of cactus, so I make cactus sandwiches, <laughs> which are they say it's got the worst um, enjoyment to nu- nutrition ratio. Because it's really nutritious, like it, it, it feeds good. you people for ages. Yep. But it says that it's one of the high, it's pro- most likely the highest contributor to desert suicide. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't affect gameplay at all. There's just lots of little little bits of flavor text on, on the items. Yeah, yeah, that's it. So yeah, I've, I've automated that with like seven people, and then I've got a full troop of twenty three or so people, pack animals who just go on adventures now. So I'm actually exploring the lands. Nice. Which is great. Instead of just finding a spot to hide and die, <laughs> I'm now seeing what's out there. Nice, I like it. So you can find a yeah, different a spot to hide and on. die. No, I'm, I'm dying other things. I've got my people, they're going out and killing other things. I've, I've You're gone dying and I, I took other on, things. Yeah, some de- yeah. He's getting his own deadies. Yeah. And I've got, uh, I chased down a couple of bounties. I picked up a good one. Yeah. And I killed killed the bug master. So he was just a guy who somehow controls an army of spiders. Uh, I've been save scumming hard. Yeah. If it wasn't for my save scumming... You'd be fucked. Ga- I'd have died about 20 times over. Yeah, right. Um, especially when I went to the spider place. Because the thing is, one of, one of the things that I skimmed over last time, but it's really important, is that people don't kill you. They'll right. beat you into submission, and then they'll either just leave you there or they'll loot you. Yep. The only exception is if they, if they want to eat you, because they will obviously kill you yep. properly if they eat you. It's, this island is just f- covered in skin spiders that eat your skin. Ew. Uh And yeah, so if they wipe it you out, they're just going to eat you. Yeah. So I went to this place because I've I've killed a few skin spiders. I didn't think too much of them. I take like I reckon I could have one of my guys take on two at the same time now because my guys are pretty geared. I, I've got some smiths making armor and weapons at back and base. And so they're pretty geared. And um, I go to this island, this little, this area, and I got swarmed by at least 100 of these spiders with my 23 dudes. <laughs> and, like, I fought so many of them. And the problem is, you know how we don't die and we don't finish, people don't know you finish us off? It's the same for enemies. So I, like, beat the shit out of them until they go unconscious. And then I move on to the next one. I got, all, like, these 30 dead bodies around me, but they're not dead. They start getting back up as they recuperate oh, and trying to kill me. That's the worst. I'm just like, all right, all right, finally killed them all. Oh, shit, there's another one. Oh, there's another one. Oh, there's another one. Oh, another squad's rocked up. And I fucking took, like, 15 minutes, but I lost all of my dudes. And I had to go back on a fucking old save. 
that's rough. <laughs> but you have to like, because what you can do is you can loot their claws, which sell for a fucking pittance. Yep. But when you when you loot something off an animal or something that is a part of their body, it counts as butchering them, uh-huh. which kills them. Damn. So I had to get someone and one by one find every single individual fucking spider, take their claws off to make sure they're dead yep. to stop them from fucking getting back up and continuing to kill me. Yep. Yeah, gotcha. It was tedious. That's There's rough. so many things this game needs where it's just, just quality of life. This game has zero quality of life. <laughs> All right, there needs to just be like a like finish off, like go around finishing off. Like there's a medic button, which is nice. So you yep. put someone on medic mode and they will just heal everyone within range. They need that for finishing off. <laughs> Murder anything that's close You need a, So yeah. an executioner. Yeah, you just need an execute button. So you just go around and finish off anyone who's slowly dying so they don't get back up. Uh, but either way, so I fucking, I grabbed him. So not only did I, so I beat the, the leader in submission and then hauled his ass up to like the people who had the bounty for him. And it was actually really cool because people who belonged to that faction who I walked past were like, fuck me, it's the bug master. You got him. And they're all, all this unique lines just coming off people who I was just walking past. That's cool. Huh? And like, it was really, it was like well done. And I was like, oh, I feel like I'm actually getting cheered on. Yeah, yeah. And like straight up like, I, they, they, these people, they're the Shek. They're, they're sort of like the warrior race who are really stoic and they're, they're kind of assholes. They come to my outpost every fucking every week and demand that I just let them take whatever they want. <laughs> and I let them because they've got a lot of armor and gear. Yep. I tried fighting them once and it didn't go well. And then they <laughs> took everything anyway. Um, so they, they, and these, these people, like, I bring them this bounty. They're like, fuck me, you're the best. And I got just straight to max reputation. Because this is like their biggest enemy. Yeah. And all of a sudden, I'm allied with them, which makes me at war with another major faction. <laughs> and all of a sudden, I've entered the political side of the game. Oh, no. Oh, and now I've, I've had an official uh, war uh, campaign sent against me by the for the Holy Nation. Um, who, they're cunts, by the way. Oh, good. So we, we want to fight them anyway. Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're like... They, they, they think they're, they're not slavers. They don't think they're slavers. But basically, if you're a heretic, then you need to be purified through labor oh, okay yeah they just, so have, they just have slaves uh, being a woman is also a sin so oh, lovely yep that's not great uh being any other race that's sin. a sin yep um so try to avoid that either way not too fast that i'm at war with them <laughs> but they they sent like a full-fledged attack which by the time i've got decent defenses now and i even got ally like the the Shek people who are now my friends they sent more troops my way to help defend yep Oh, this is pretty interesting. This is the kind of game where you can play as just one character as a drifter walking through the place. It, it, that's it, The game works that way as well. That's so good. I like that. So, it yeah. sounds so good, pretty, but I would never want to play it. it no, yeah. it's really, really... I find I'm constantly working against bugs. Like, I remember I said you can sort of automate things. You set up, like, jobs. They'll go through and perform tasks in that order. Yep. I've got a few people who literally won't go on to the next step until I tell them to move somewhere. So they'll just sort of stop and they're stuck. They just said they're aimless. That means they don't have any tasks they can complete. But I can see, like, their crops are ready for harvest. They have so many things are ready. I just have to move them towards a barrel and they're like, oh, that's what I was doing. Sorry. <laughs> and then they continue on with their tasks. Yeah. They just and, forgot what they were doing, uh, man. It's, it's a real fucking pain in the ass. I don't know what's causing it, but it's like I can't really change it unless I fuck everything up. So I just, every once in a while, remember, up oh, better tell them to get their shit together. <laughs> yeah. I've also had turrets become completely unusable. They just get stuck, and that always happens mid-raid, which is great. I've had, like, I've got six turrets at the front, 
and th- four of them fucked up. Not not like a, a game mechanic. Yeah, just, they, they just bugged, they bugged, just out. bugged out. Yeah, and, like, people couldn't interact with them anymore. Uh, and then like, if I go back, if I just reload the game, like if I save it and reload it, they'll be fine. Yeah, that's so. Weird. I'm constantly battling with the bugs, game is early access. Even yeah. then. I think so. Yeah. Fuck, I hope so. <laughs> I've got a bad feeling it's not. <laughs> I think it's just sort of like a, this is the game, guys. Get around it. Yeah, right. Uh, but, yeah. No, I really hope that they get their shit together. And, because I think they're still working on it. Or at least I hope the mods overhaul the game to the point where I don't have to constantly be fighting against mechanics. I've got <laughs> enough things to fucking... Fo- i got enough bugs to fight against in the game that I don't need to be fighting game bugs as well. Yeah. You know? Oh, anyway. fingers crossed they get there. Yeah. I'm going to keep playing it. I like it. All right. Well, I guess on that note, unless we've got anything to talk about. No. Not really. Well, on that note, next week. we've been the Harris Tavern Podcast. You can hit us up on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at uh, Heroes Tavern Pod. Almost put my own one in there. Uh, go check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash heroes productions, or find me personally at hit that rowdy on any of the social media platforms. I'm at Spazarus. Come find me at places. I'm Smuffin. Brilliant. You'll find me places. All right. Well, we'll see you guys next week. Okay. Bye. Bye. See ya.